Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Durant, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, Oh Dear Weekly, Oh Dear... Mm, oh dear, he <laughs> fucked it up, you fucking idiot. No, I was I, I had it back. And all subsidiaries are in 4-2, which with me is always on the one podcast where we talk about the things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and yell, Oh dear, are my co-hosts oh, Brett Rabel and Nick Whitmer. Yeah, baby, in the house. Guys, I think we can get right into I mean, I think we can get right into the topic that I know we're chomping at the bit to talk about. <laughs> What's that? I'm we interested to see if you if it's the same because before you jumped on, Christian was like, we have to talk about this thing. And I was surprised that he said it. So oh, what, yeah. what were you going to say? Uh, I, I It's definitely not what – I was going to say football, baby. Yeah, football that's, what was. that's exactly right. Christian mine. literally goes, Christian said to me, we have to talk about this Bills game. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> not even – he didn't even say NFL football game or like yeah. – he sounded like he watched it too. <laughs> Christian, which wrestler is named Bill? Is that what you're I'm, – I'm, <laughs> Bill Goldberg. Yeah, Christian was talking about that. Oh, the Bills game. The Bill, you know, Gold- Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I ha- I I wanted to talk about this because uh, it reached my ear. It's like it's just one of those things where it's like you hear it about it enough that you go like, all right, let me let me see what's going on because people are like, you know, on my social media timelines, people are like, this is was this the greatest football game of all time? <laughs> or like people saying like this might have been the greatest football. I was like, okay, let's see. So um, and I just went the, like the next day or even the day after the next day and just looked up like NFL Bills chiefs highlights and uh i'm starting to watch it and i from what i gathered just through like social media i was like oh the bills won i guess so then i'm like (laughs) i'm watching it (laughs) so i'm watching it like almost like a movie i'm watching it clean like no spoilers right so i'm like i'm watching it and i'm like okay i mean i don't know this is like okay this seems like a football game they're doing a lot of stuff i mean it's all very impressive stuff that i can never do but i also don't like get it and then, like, it comes to the fourth quarter, and then, like, those, like, the passes, what's it, Gabriel? Was that his name? Or yeah, David, yeah. Yeah, David Gabriel, is that his name? Anyway, he was making, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, the first Jesus Christ that came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, shit, this might be good. <laughs> I, I like the idea of, by the way, Christian looking up uh, football game highlights, and then he gets, like, a security device sent to his phone. Like, is this you logging in? <laughs> yeah. Put in your code. What's we your think, mother's maiden name? <laughs> yeah, there's some suspicious activity, activity. on your device. <laughs> But then towards the end, like that fourth quarter, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is like fucking nuts. And like in the overtime and everything. And then the Chiefs won. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, you got (laughs) (laughs) They shovel on you. You're like a twist. It was like it was like the um the fucking what is that? The Gandhi effect? uh, uh, Mandela effect. Mandela effect. The Gandhi effect. (laughs) That that is calling (laughs) it the Gandhi effect effect is the Mandela Mandela effect of the Mandela effect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking hilarious! Any tortured guy who's not white. (laughs) (laughs) He mixed Um, up your revolutionaries. Yeah, that was a game. Me and Brett watched it uh, with another friend uh, of mine at a bar, and it was fucking crazy. Because when you football is the best when you watch with other people, but not when you're at the game. Because when you can just watch it on a TV in front of you and not have to deal with one the elements, two the traveling to get there, three like the fourteen dollar beers. Like it's just like 
it's such a better experience when you're either at home or you're at a sports bar that's not too crowded. But that was that was such a fun night and that was such a fun game to watch. And when the Bills scored to go up, everybody went crazy, myself included. But as soon as they kicked off the ball and they kicked it in the end zone, I told Brett, I go, dude, this isn't over. Everybody was like, no, it's over. I'm like, dude, it's Patrick Mahomes. There's 13 seconds left with three timeouts. Like, this isn't over. Yeah, right. Sure enough. It wasn't over like five times. That was why that game was so (laughs) insane. Because it was like the Bills were up with like – the, the Bills were down, and then they scored with like a minute and 58 seconds left. And you, as a Chiefs fan, you're like, yeah, it's not over. Pat Mahomes has two minutes, and then he scored within 50 seconds. And they got the ball back, and I was the Bills didn't. I was like, it isn't over. Like, because Josh Allen's the other best quarterback in the league, and then he scored. And then at thir- even at 13 seconds, it's, it's a special thing as a uh, football fan of, you know, your team, the Chiefs, to be able to – have true trust in a quarterback, like truly not feel rattled or like, you know, like even though like it's very unlikely to win, you're like kind of not nervous. You're like, dude, it's the chi- it's Mahomes and the chi- they're going to find a way. Yeah, quarterback was, was... love. I, this is my thought. I think quarterback love is a real different thing when a team and when a city has a love of a quarterback, that's, that's a stronger love than a 40-year marriage. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like when there's there's something about a city and a QB connecting. Like people like Brady and New England, like Boston, yeah. that like will never He's never paid for ice cream in New England ever. No. <laughs> he, he's never paid for anything. He went to yeah. a car dealership and bought like a $58,000 Maserati and they were like, "Yeah, just take it. You're Tom Brady." <laughs> But it's a uh, – yeah, it was a pretty proud day. There was kind of a funny moment during the game. Uh, we had chat. I had chatted with this other guy sitting at another table for like a minute, just like, wow, this is crazy. And then the Bills scored and the bar went ballistic. And the guy like came up to me and was like, dude, 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 dude. And he like went up for a high five. <laughs> and I'm wearing a Chiefs hat and I go – no, dude. <laughs> I go, no, bro. That's not how it works as a sports fan. You don't high five, even though like we're buddies and it's a nice hang. I'm not. I don't. You don't high five that. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, I'm not the. Uh, we all know I'm not the uh, resident sports fan. So what does this mean? Who's going to the Super Bowl? Super Bowl is this. Um, that is not to be determined yet. There's another round of the playoffs. Uh, this Sunday, I, I, I can take this one, Whitmer. Yeah. Football expert Brett Rabel here. Um, <laughs> what do you have? The Chiefs? You have the Chiefs, don't you? If you had, if you had, you're a gambling man. If you had to bet yeah. right now on one of the four remaining teams, I my hunch. I mean, the thing is, is it, the teams that are favored, the Rams and the and the Chiefs, are favored for a reason. Is because they're supposed to win. But the NFL is just insane, and and it's it's hard to just pencil any team in honestly i think it's probably going to be the chiefs and the rams but the it's honestly almost a coin flip with san francisco because their team's really good too um i don't think the i just think the Bengals are just like a, a couple years away i think they've kind of like played out of their minds and they're still really young and they're still they, i just seem like the moment's going to be too big for them is my guess but that quarterback is a really good joe burrow so I don't know. I would say Chiefs, 
Chiefs Rams, but I think that's like they say chalk and you know, all chalk. It's like when you pick the the teams that are favored to win, it's like boring because yeah, of course they're favored to win. So that's they're favored for a reason. But I do have money on San Francisco. I bet San Francisco a while ago to win the NFC, and that's a good bet. And uh, that if they win, that's going to be a decent amount of money back. Oh, dude! I, then I'm rooting for the Niners, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also I bet. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple bets. I have. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've been doing pretty decent the last couple weeks. Ah, look at you. Wait, yeah. you're good. You're actually you really are. Am I understand you actually are a successful sports gambler, aren't you? To some degree, like I've had really big years. The thing is, like, this is the first time I've actually had real gambling accessible at my fingertips because the New York City, New York State just legalized sports gambling. Before, like, I had a friend in Jersey who would sometimes put bets in, but it wasn't always a guarantee. And I also felt like I was being a burden, so I didn't ask all the time. So there was like a lot of games that like I would have bet that I didn't bet and vice versa. And uh, so this is the first time I've really been consistently betting. When I went to Christian's house, I bet because you can bet in Connecticut. So I'm, I'm doing pretty decent so far having the access to sports betting. I'm not I haven't lost money. I'll say that. that and even that, the fact that you've had a what, like a 10 year career as a sports gambler and haven't lost money on the whole even if you had just broken even, I would consider that being a successful sports gambler. Well, they say like, the, the best sports gamblers in the world just have to win 55% of the time. And it's hard because I've had games this year where I was right in the sense of like, I go, I think this game is going to play out this way. And then I watch the game and I bet accordingly. And then I watch the game and the game is playing exactly the way I thought it was. And I'm like, man, I'm so smart. I'm glad I made this bet. And then some crazy fluke fumble or interception at the end will will fuck it for me. Freaking, like it, it, I pick, Aaron Rodgers gets COVID at half. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so unforeseeable. Yeah. I had I had a, uh, two really big bets where the the it, they, there's these te- I was explaining to Brett what a teaser bet is. A teaser is you bet two games and you can move the line by six points each. So it's it just a. I guess it's just it's it's not it's it might just be boring for anybody who doesn't like sports gambling. But essentially, like if a team is favored by if a, t- if a team is an underdog by three points, you can tease them by six more points. And now they're an underdog by nine points. So basically, they set the line at three because they think the game is going to fall somewhere around a three. You get the insurance points. But you what the payoff is, is you have to get two right in a row rather than just one. It's a parlay bet. But anyway, I had this really big one, and it was all dependent on Alabama and the camp, Trump, the, the college football championship game for, like, I had them at plus eight and a half. So they just had to lose by – they'd either win the game or lose by less than nine, and literally they're winning the entire game. And then at the end, Georgia takes the lead, and they're up by, like, I don't know, two points or three points. And I'm like, it's fine because I Georgia can win by up to nine points – Alabama has the ball at the end trying to score and they throw an interception and this, this guy, this freshman intercepts it. And this freshman has no idea what the fuck he's doing. He's 18, 19 years old. Instead of going down, if he goes down and takes a knee, the game's over. Instead, he decides to return it like 90 yards for a touchdown and it made it like a 12 point game. And I just, I lost it. I was like, it was the worst. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You're like, how do you like, what do you, like the probability of that like i'm literally winning i'm literally texting 
I'm like watching a game and usually when I watch a game, I bet on I'm a little on edge. I'm a little I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I'm like, this game is in the bag, dude. I like the whole time. And then at the end, (laughs) nope. So that's why even the best best sports gamblers in the world will only hit about 55 percent because there's just a lot of fuckery in sports that you can't predict. Whitmer's calling, uh, you know, his wife, Sarah, and he's like on the phone during the game. He's like, yeah, honey, get the bulgogi beef. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Whatever you want. He's like, uh, he's like Sandler. <laughs> he's like Sandler yeah. and Uncut Gems. Go to Smith and Walensky's. <laughs> Reservation Oh, man. That's why I watch wrestling. None of that shit happens. <laughs> you know, you can, right. you can bet on pro wrestling. Oh my god. god! Oh my god! You can, you can totally. And it's that's so, so illegal. Because <laughs> it doesn't. The, shouldn't there be? I mean, dude, that's like it, betting on fucking Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> that's like you have a problem that, dude. <laughs> that he dies at the end. Like, yeah, well, they do that too, though, don't they? They put bets on like big events, like Game of Thrones is ending. They'll be like, Jon Snow dies. They'll, you know. They're sure. like betting if Jon Snow dies or betting if fucking But wrestling does. is a ver- is a form of reality TV in a way. So it's yeah. like cuz when my you know my sister was on Survivor like the schemer in me was like are there survivor bets? Oh yeah. Um just cuz <laughs> you know I had yeah. access to all of the inside info. Sure. I I never took it farther than that, but if I would have I would have just had a friend do it for me. Yeah. And been like, yo, just bet, take out a trillion dollar loan. (laughs) (laughs) That won't raise any eyebrows that this guy who's one degree of separation from me. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wrestling bets are just like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense that you can do it, but they have it. And it's like, usually like the night of, like people will, will um, say, I guess the lines, I don't know the, the terminology. Like people will go, oh, um, it's like 50 to one or like basically like Roman Reigns is winning tonight because right. the, the spread just went all the well, way to Roman Reigns the thing at like is 8 like, o'clock before the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's like you got to wonder how many people who work there are like taking advantage. They would get caught. If they got caught, Dude. they would get in a lot of trouble. Fucking Michael um, Hayes. Like if you knew you who that was, prison, that'd be an amazing reference. <laughs> what reference is that? <laughs> I just said Michael Hayes. If you know who that is, that's an amazing joke. I'm not even no, who is that? Did he get arrested just, for betting on wrestling? No, he just is like a Florida man type dude with a, a what's it called? Who works backstage and he has a uh, he always has a um, fanny pack and a he's like one of those old guys who has like he has Dog the Bounty Hunter like facial hair and um, nice bald with a skullet nice so that's the picture oh, on page like skullet. oh my god <laughs> and he called mark henry you guys know who mark henry is yeah i actually know mark henry mark henry's uh is a wrestler but he before that he was like legitimately you know world's strongest man competitions and you know he won world's strongest man so he has that claim this dude is like three giant 350 400 pounds something like that it's just something unbelievable super strong he called him the n-word Jesus Christ! Like, like you're a fucking moron. That's a quick, quick mini anecdote of a funny thing that happened today. Um, 
it's relating to it, the and by the way the transition point is the n word so yeah. <laughs> okay good i, I just figured. <laughs> I had a moment. Um, I you were be like speaking of the world's strongest man competition, <laughs> I have a funny story for you. <laughs> Anecdote that happened to me today. It's just a conversational miss here where um, uh, my friend and I did headshots, and I did a joke like you know, sexy looking pose, and um, she. What I later learned, she said, was you. You looked like uh, Edward from that the that edward from the twilight movie and <laughs> i originally heard it as you look like that n-word right. from the twilight movie and i was like wait first off wait why would my friend say it like that yeah and then my next thought was are there black people in twilight <laughs> but you know it's just like wow you know what, he, what he means by why would my friend say it like that he's like why wouldn't my true friend just say the word yeah we're all friends here come on yeah isn't that isn't that amazing isn't like to me what i take from that story is like how stupid like the n-word is the literally the n-word the fact that you can just go you know that n-word who lives down the block that's as racist as saying it so what's the point of not saying it certainly i remember we were this might be a story i've told on this podcast before but when my brother Curtis got married, there was a, a preacher or some sort of minister or something doing the service. And he had a Southern accent. And he said that like the phrase outward and inward, but I swear <laughs> to God, he just said outward and N word. Yeah. And I remember like, I was up there. I was like one of the groomsmen. Yeah. And he says an N word. And I like looked immediately at Sarah, who was in the front row, and we both like mouthed each other. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then we both started laughing. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But uh, my favorite part of the Super Bowl is, uh, you know, I turn on the game, but most like mostly what I do is just make wings. And yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I just eat. I don't. I don't have. I'm not having a party, <laughs> right. but I'm still making ten pounds of wings. Right. Uh, Americans but, love excuses to be pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Super Bowl Sunday is one where I have no right to be a piece of shit. I'm not. Yeah. Competing. I'm not. Pl- but it's just a day. Where even if I have don't even have my team in it, which is most you know most Super Bowls you don't. But you just find a way to be like, yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday. I get to I get to be a fat lard. Right. Right. <laughs> but but the funny thing is, is like it, it's one thing if you do that, Brad, because you do have some like healthy days in you. Like someone like sure. me who eats very unhealthy <laughs> most of the time. Get, on Super Bowl Sunday, it's like, well, I mean, you think I'm going to start a diet today? Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is the day I'm going to choose to be like, nah, you know what? Maybe I should. No, fuck but it, dude. You got to have a long statute of limitations on the diet. Where like, I'm, I'm going to start a diet today. It was Super Bowl Sunday three weeks ago. Right. <laughs> right. Come on. I'm still well, on the post Super Bowl glow. You might not have to worry because apparently there's a chicken wing shortage. Um, I've heard about this, which it still makes no goddamn sense to me. Yeah, apparently. I don't know how that happens, but yeah, let's go loot a, a wing stop right now. All, all three of us. <laughs> some of the demand. I'm reading this article from the New York Post. Some of the demand is coming from chains like Wingstop and introduced 
thigh stop to its virtual menu. So they're trying to get rid of thighs. They're like, hey, want wait, some wait, thighs wait, 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 instead wait. of wings? <clears throat> oh, they're trying to say. They're like, please don't order wings. <laughs> Just oh. can I interest you in a thigh? Me and uh, uh, me and Brett fucked some wings up when we watched the game on Sunday. I, we we did, dude. Uh, we, ordered, we definitely I, I, we ordered one order of wings, and then Brett ordered two additional orders. So it wasn't Ooh. even me. Yeah, they were good, but though. they were. Uh, that was the and you know Whitmer's obviously the expert on food, but we were marveling at how good how good is mediocre bar food. It's excellent. It's amazing. Mediocre well, it's bar not food. Even, it's not even just how good it is. It's just like how how good does it have to be in order for it to be enjoyable? You know what I mean? Like just if you if you went to a bar and ordered wings and you're having a beer and you're watching a game and someone said if some, you somehow knew the ranking of all the wings you had in your life and you go, these were the 233rd best wings I've ever had in my life. I feel like any other time in food group, they'd be like, yeah, that's sorry. That sucked. But they're like, no, no, it was great. <laughs> like, yeah, like it was aw- They were awesome. Right. Exactly. They, it's like, there's something about the setting or there's something about the expectation. Yeah. I have no idea. It's just fried food though, too. It's just, it's just good. Like there's just hard to, hard to argue with it. The thing about wings, uh, the thing about bar food is like, it kind of just has to be hot, especially with wings. <laughs> like if it's not seasoned, you kind of don't care. A burger, you know, there's, there's degrees where a burger could be bad, but as long right. as it has, as long as wings just have, are hot and they have sauce, I mean, you're kind of, you're good, right? Like right. something about wings and beer at a bar like the beer Ugh. tastes better maybe just because it's a tap and it's different but like dude it just I tastes was pounding peronis yeah and like i had like so many goddamn peronis and then we went to another bar to have like a one more drink and like i had this like really like <laughs> you're like you're like a married couple <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's, go to a different, let's go to a different bar to have dessert and there's drink. something about there's something about going to a bar watching a game and then it's just weird to just leave afterwards you got to go like yeah. let's go have one more drink down yeah. the street at another bar and then the night ends you know it just makes mm-hmm. more sense i don't know why yeah anyway I uh, gave Brett a hand job in the bathroom. <laughs> um, well, but I, I was pounding these Peronis, which, by the way, like Peronis are like, I like Peronis. Uh, they're not, I wouldn't say they're considered like some top tier world a- beer, especially with like right. all the crazy craft beers and stuff. But like when yeah, you're watching a football also- game, like they're fucking perfect. And yeah. then you go and then you drink like a really uh, expensive and high quality IPA afterwards. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so heavy and like, you know what I mean? Like there's something about just pounding nine or 10 Peronis when you're watching a football game. It's just great. Peronis it, it was is really funny because that's yeah. like, that's, I feel like that's what you drink for like the F1 or something, you know? What I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's true. It's like soccer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Brett. No, no, no. I, I don't even know what a Peroni is, but um, <laughs> I mean, I can, I have the intelligence to figure out that it's a beer for the record. It's a, a, and, Italian, like, Budweiser, I guess. Not a yeah, basically, it's, much it's nicer like a Stella. Budweiser, yeah, yeah. Well, every country has their their Budweiser, you know, right? Like every country had Tecate, or is Tecate yeah. just is that in America too? But it's yeah. like we just put a Mexico ish thingy on it. You it might, might be right. I, I think it, I think it's Mexican. Corona. I think it's the real Mexican. But if it wasn't, it wouldn't surprise me. <clears throat> it would think, not surprise me at all. 
Hey, side combo. Who is anyone else surprised? You know who I think I'm surprised who hasn't been canceled yet? Hmm. Uh, Newman, Paul Newman from Newman's Own and formerly actor. Did you know I was at the grocery store? Did you know when he advertises salsa? The cover is it's his face, but he's now wearing a sombrero. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's like and then they have like the Italian one and he's in like a chef's hat. (laughs) And then I think I don't know if I've seen the the soy sauce. The Italian one, he has a wife beater and he's actually beating his wife. Uh, shit. I didn't. I did not want to see what they did for the soy sauce on uh, Paul Newman. <laughs> it's just his hands doing the the, 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 the eye slant thing. Oh There's God. a speech bubble that says "Hello." Oh Here's my God. Thing about the Newman thing, which is two reasons why. One, and this isn't as good of a reason, so it's, it should be the number two reason, is that he's dead because we still we cancel dead people still. That's very yeah. common. But the very number common. one reason I think is that. The whole Newman food thing is a big charity. I like know. It's, it's not for profit. So all the money just goes to to help whoever. Um, but I think the the one that I've noticed that gets is actually getting shit now is like Trader Joe's will have their salsa or something and they'll call it Trader, Trader. Jose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but is that really that? Because why is Joe fine? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just a Spanish name. Yeah. Like, what? why can't it be a Spanish name? Like, I don't yeah. understand. What? Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's like, it's not racist to have. Like, I don't think it's bad to have a branded thing where the name is changed a little. Like, it's like, like, it's not offense. Jose is a Mexican name. Like, right. it, it is. Like, it's a that it, it just is. Right. Joe it's, isn't. Yeah, you can't have like a Mexican like, Joe. It's fine, right. but it's not like they did Jose or they did Trader Ching Chong Bing Bong dumplings. <laughs> You'd be like, all right. all right, that's a little, that's a little much. You didn't have to do the Ching Chong Bing Bong thing. But I, I, I was uh, talking to you about this a little bit before. I get so frustrated at like the hypocrisy of it because if they, <clears throat> because if they totally removed any of it, like the Jose of it all, then they would get in trouble or like shit for not acknowledging that salsa is from Hispanic cultures or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. so what, what you're going to deny it? You, some white guy just came up with salsa. You're like, right. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Right. I, I'm just going to call it tomato spicy product. Right. <laughs> it's kind of, I shared, I don't know if you saw it, Brett, in the, in the chat of the group here, running, but I shared an article. Um, and it, the headline is just so funny to me. The content of the article is not written in such a, in, in the tone of what the article is, but that's very common because editors change articles, uh, titles all the time. But the, the headline reads, DC has so many queer superheroes right now. It's almost not a big deal. That's the headline. Wait, so DC so has so many, many queer superheroes. I don't know if you've almost, noticed, but if so, some people, just to some backstory, DC seems to be making a lot of superheroes randomly gay and queer and bisexual. Like every day there's a new tweet that's like, oh, did you know Batman takes it up the ass on Thursdays? And you're like, oh, all right, cool, I guess. Like, like you're like, oh, you know, Batman is, uh, he's actually likes being uh, pegged by Catwoman. Uh, that's a new thing. And you're like, oh, is that in the, the, cause I don't is watch. That, you're like, is that Christian? That, but is that Canon or. 
So um, anyway, but, but you, like I've noticed that like I, I like every couple weeks there's a new article. Oh, the Flash deep throats Mexican dudes, and you're like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> like, I don't like whatever. But then the next article is that there's so many of them that now it doesn't matter, and it's just so like. Then what's the perfect amount? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like what do you? Is there a right amount for you then to where like you can get credit for it, but not an overexposure? Because you wouldn't want to overexpose something like that. You just want to. It's like, isn't the goal for it just to be normal? Isn't it like, wouldn't that be the, so whenever you make a character, by the way, queer in some way, and then you make a big dog and pony show about, Oh, guess what? Batman, he's gay now. You're like, okay. But like, if you, the ballsier thing would just to be to do it and don't tell anybody, you know what I mean? That would be the true like thing of (laughs) equality. Cause it, you're saying that at that point that it doesn't matter and that's how it should be. But we're still in the world where like people need to have credit for being things that they literally had nothing to do with. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're if you're a black guy, you're a black guy. You didn't achieve being a black guy. If you're gay, you didn't achieve being you're just gay. You're black. Like that's the world we live in. Like if we're li- truly living in a, in a world where like there's freedoms and making a character black or gay or anything would it wouldn't even matter because it wouldn't even be like a you know what look who Although, he just did honestly <laughs> i'm straight but if i achieved gayness it actually would be impressive because <laughs> no because i would have to like earn it like it's not it doesn't come natural so if right. i like did you know blow a guy and you know hopefully i you know have any volunteers out there but um <laughs> it would be impressive it, it's right. impressive for a straight guy to blow someone. Right. It's a funny thing is, is like, I remember there's this, um, there's this comic book writer named Grant Morrison. He's pretty, pretty acclaimed comic book writers written very influential comic books that became movies and stuff like that. <clears throat> but, uh, he was like, his whole thing was like, somebody was like, is Batman gay? And this it caused like this whole controversy. This is years back among the comic book community and he was his take was like yeah he's gay he's always been gay but like like who cares like but to to say it out loud would make him less interesting (laughs) i thought batman liked uh the the woman the what's her name he had a i thought he had a and also like uh who's rachel rachel (laughs) Rachel. i don't know wasn't she just uh, that you know what Which, the new homophobic thing is for that, like denying Batman's gay. People are gonna be like, you know, there's it's not Adam and Steve, it's Adam and Eve. Yeah, it's they're gonna be they're gonna be like, it's Rachel, not Richard. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing um, is, like, the thing about the the sexuality of comic book characters is like, I understand the goal of representation and stuff. And I understand that like when you have a black Panther or something along those lines and you see that there's like a whole new, like there's a kid who now like feels so amazing that there's a movie with someone who looks like him. And you know what I mean? I get all those things and I agree with all those things, but like, I've never like watched, I've never read a Batman comic book being like, dude, why isn't he railed any chicks yet? Like his sexuality has nothing to do with Batman. You know what I mean? So like, that's where it's kind of like, what does like, like I get it when you're like, let's make Nick Flurry black, you know, like I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But to me, it's just strange to me that you, would you put like fetishes in the next, you know what I mean? Like when things are getting more and more open-minded, you're like, well, Batman likes pee guys. And he also likes to fuck his stepmom. 
And yeah. uh, we want to put that in there because it's inclusive to everybody who has fed. Like, you know what I mean? Like not to compare like a well, kink also- to a sexual preference or whatever, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know why the sex needs to even like. I would say don't kids read comic books, but I know that that's sadly not true. That's mostly just angry white dudes, but um, it's not, but like, it's, it's probably like the thing is, is like Batman's a 50 year old character or older. Right. So after right. a while, all these writers are just like, what, what else do you write about Batman? <laughs> like, does he fucking eat pussy? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> 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 and that was like a, that was a controversy like last year, I think where, um, it wasn't even like a real thing. Like it wasn't like DC made this up. Some artists like just drew a picture of Batman, like eating Catwoman out or something. And it was just like on social media. It wasn't like an official DC thing, but people were like, Batman eats pussy now. Oh shit. And then like the comic book community, you know, the guys we were just talking about the 40 year old nerdy white guys who live in their basement are just like he doesn't eat pussy it's bullshit dude fuck this <laughs> and then everybody else is like oh great people who don't read comics are like that's awesome right. um, no, and uh yeah but actually ray goots of all people had a great take on it where he's just like does batman eat pussy he's like no because he's a character written for babies <laughs> like stop <laughs> doing that <laughs> Right. It's that's a good point where it's like this is supposed to be kind of at its core for children and you guys just hung on to it. Right. Um so maybe we don't need to sexify, you know, every yeah, the whole like people, oh, sorry. Go sorry. Ahead. It's like people who make Disney porn. You're like, yeah, keep yeah. this away from everyone. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. But um <laughs> <laughs> That's where Brett draws the line. He's like, whoa, 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 no, no, let's not go too far. I mean, Disney some of it's cool. cool, dude. Some of it's, it's actually there's actually a lot of artistry to it if you really look it up. Um, if you actually like try and know more about the subculture, the, the whole you know, it's interesting. The like the the um like I don't know if it's wokeifying or the identity changing of fictional characters. I hope and I believe it's it's had to have jumped the shark by now, right? Like it, it had to have jumped the shark beyond being even remotely anything. Like the idea of it being shocking or surprising that this character's gay is like, like I kind of get it in like 2014 or something. Yeah. But like I think it started with Dumbledore. I think that yeah. was the first – and that was a different one because that was also a retroactive, like, oh, yeah. uh, by the way, he's gay. Like, it was not remotely relevant to the books because it's not yeah. relevant to the books what right. Dumbledore masturbates to in his free time. Do, do you right. think wizards watch porn or do they, like, summon some shit to just, like, do some Well, shit they have moving them? pictures, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's oh my funny. god! And then and then you got to watch porn and have all your paintings that are also alive watch you watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> it it's like I regret like, having this painting of my stepmom. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> She's like Dumbledore's gay, yay! And also women are women are only born women. Like what? <laughs> 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 I just really slipped that in there, JK. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's so funny. It's so funny. They I watched a little bit of that Harry Potter reunion, and they like 
dude, they try to leave her out so much. <laughs> like, right. really? as little as they can talk about her, they talk about her. They're like, right. just the movies, just the movies. Uh, yeah. Who wrote these? I don't know. I don't know. Some fucking thing. Yeah, they, they so, got it all in at the beginning so they could explain yeah. who she was to people who didn't know, I guess. And right. then but they just buried that she it, existed. I know, because if you were watching it, it's all footage. It's like when you watch a documentary and there's no new footage of the person, you're like, oh, right. does, does that person die? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, in this case, um, yes. But the thing that's so funny about this is that like – is that like Superman being bi and I don't know about Aquaman being gay, but like, it's like, they don't, they don't really do this. Cause like, if you actually, they'll, the story will be Superman's gay now or whatever. Like they'll do this stuff in comics all the time, but like Batman's dead, Superman's gay. But the thing is, is like Superman, Clark Kent, Superman from the comics is not gay. This is like his son. Who's not actually Superman. Who's like they? They're like, which characters are we allowed to make gay? And then they're like, um, you can make Superman's sons gay if you want. In like a comic that comes out like <laughs> once every year. All right, we'll do that. And then the headline becomes Superman's gay as fuck now. And you're like, I mean, he's not. If you guys had balls, you would make Clark Kent gayer than shit. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what that's what annoys me about making him bi because I just feel like they're trying to. Right. Just, yeah. <laughs> like just make him gay. Like, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, are you really worried about bi representation? Like, the, the amount of people who are bi in relation to how many people are gay, yeah. it's a big number difference. Uh, I always okay. thought the JK stuff that was strange was when people would make the argument about like, oh, so the woman who created a whole wizarding world in her mind uh, doesn't believe in trans people, as if like her imagination is what's stopping her from. You know what I mean? It's like she's like a chick yeah. with a dick. I can't even picture it. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not what it is. That's not a good point. You're so dumb. This is madness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe in Willy Wonks and, and Mudbloods, but it's also they're the that they're yeah. the ones who made the equivalency from goblins and elves to trans people. Like, that's kind of like on their like on them to make that comparison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. I wonder it, if you read the books now. Sorry. Sorry, Brett. Go go, no, go, go. Crush now, it. I wonder if you read the books now, if like there's signs or if there's any little snippets that people never thought of that are like, ah, oh, there actually are. I'm, I actually remember reading one the other day and it said Hermione, who was born a woman and therefore is a woman. Um, and I was just like, oh, shit. She had breadcrumbs the whole time. Right. <laughs> And but then anyway, when she gets called a mudblood, she's like, Hermione goes, that's so mean, but at Oof. least I'm not a tranny. And they're like, Jesus, Hermione, what are you? Come on. That's so fucked up. Yeah, no, JK uh, actually calls trans people. She calls them mud cunts. Um. <laughs> oh, man. It's a very offensive term. <clears throat> oh, dear. <laughs> it is a very offensive term. I do um, appreciate in this world that she created, she included racism, like wizard racism. There was. Of, oh, you're right. Like, I, I like that she didn't leave that out for for kids to read. Like, yeah, you're gonna right. you're gonna run into some ignorant people. That and was still that, like, like, yeah. I didn't read her. I didn't read all of her essays. Like, because <laughs> it's weird that she had a, a few about. This she had that. essays about this shit. She, she wrote yeah. straight up essays about it, dude. But oh, um, JK, that was that. You know, what's funny. That's what she did 
to procrastinate the Harry Potter prequel, her <laughs> yeah. publisher. Yeah. We all have writing procrastination things, and hers was writing about trans radical, I don't know, feminist or whatever the, it is. The right. story with her was that like she she got divorced, her husband like left her, and then she was living in a car and then wrote Harry Potter. But this is this sounds like the stuff she was writing in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, she found the box her- and was like she yeah. found the box like a couple of days ago. I was like, "This is pretty good." <laughs> now that now that I'm famous and insanely wealthy, I can give the world what I really wanted to give all along. The Harry Potter they- shit that was just one for them. Yeah. <laughs> that was just to pay the bills. <laughs> that was seven for them. <laughs> oh, shit. oh man, that's really funny. <laughs> But that, to me, like her, her thesis wasn't, it wasn't this crazy. like she was basically saying that like, while she respects people who identify as trans and stuff like that, she's like, being a woman is a big part of my identity. So I'm not going to deny that, like my own sex and biology and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think that that like, I, I think that that's something that people didn't read the whole thing, picked up the headline and just ran with it. And now everybody is accused. It's like kind of like the Louis thing where people are convinced that the stuff that uh, he did was a lot worse than what it actually was. But, you that, know, there's no yeah. more nuance. We're just fucking burning people at the stake, dude. Doesn't matter. That's, that's probably very accurate. I bet in her essays, she wrote something that was a little less reasonable than how things get reported. Right. Um, nonetheless, she really must have felt strongly because she really. She really. She's doubled down many times. <clears throat> but, I, you know, I mean. Right. The reason she can double down because it's like, what are you going to do? Take away my stake of Harry Potter? Yeah. Every time someone buys a ticket to Harry Potter World, I make money. Right. Right. But at some point, like, this is what people don't. I think people, people who don't have money, especially, think that money is more powerful than it is because you're J.K. Rowling, you're a billionaire. But clearly, the fact that, some people think you're a bigot bothers you tremendously because you've co- you've wrote you know you wrote more follow up articles about how you know what you really believe and you know these are you know my thoughts on it and this that and the other so like being a billionaire is like kind of worthless if you, people think you're a shitty person to most well, people some people don't mind some rich people like playing that Lex Luthor role but I think someone like J.K. who's an artist. Who is probably very sensitive and probably really wants to be liked. Yeah, definitely. That is, uh, I would certainly agree with that, especially since her lane is showbiz and showbiz doesn't allow for like whatever the Harry Potter special was, she would have been in it if their trans radical feminist stuff had never occurred. Like she would be in these type of things yeah. doing victory laps with the cast and crew. Right. Yeah. And, and and now instead they're kind of trying to probably like write her out of the memory of it to, to distance degree. themselves from it and stuff. Yeah, yeah totally. And it, I just think it's kind of, I don't know. I'm just at this point, I'm just kind of, I think most of us are just fatigued about everything. I think like if they, if they included JK Rowling, like the amount of 
actual people who would be upset in relation to um, the real world would be so minuscule. I mean, we've talked about it so many times on this podcast, but it's like there's like 45 people on Twitter who run who run cancel culture. There's 45 blue check marks and they each have 15 under studies or whatever. And that's what all cancel culture is. And then big corporations who are afraid to take chances and afraid to piss off the masses will be like, oh, my God, the Twitter's going crazy. We have to fucking stop this right now because our stock is going to go down and we can't have our stock price go down because you know what happens when that happens. And then everybody panics and it's all for fucking nothing because I don't think anybody really truly gives a shit about they love J.K. Rowling and her books and her movies and stuff. And they don't give a shit about what she said. I think, uh, I think, <clears throat> I think there's enough people who are like, I think there's a lot of people who are like, dude, that's just like, they think that's probably fucked up. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a lot of people who genuinely like, I don't know if you, if you believe that, um, if you think that, and not to say it isn't, but like, if you think that trans rights are, um, as equivalent as like black rights and like someone, there's a writer you know, the, the create Stan Lee was like, you know, I just don't think black people should, you know, be drinking out of our water fountains. You'd be like, Whoa, <laughs> like, right. you know, like you would have that, you would be like, uh, it's a little weird to be a fan of that guy. Yeah. But we, I don't know. As a white Even dude, I'll say white. this, we, that that's all of our grandfathers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all have someone in our lives at one point. I mean, my grandfather's both are past um, who like, I don't know. It's just like these old fashioned beliefs that, you know, I, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing because like what I think is interesting is how it's all or nothing. It's like mm-hmm. you could do amazing stuff all the time. But if you step out of line and say one bad thing, you're persona non grata and you're a terrible person. And that defines your entire character going forward. Yeah. Like, and also like, you're not invited, invited to events or stuff that you were like in JK Rowling situation. You're not invited to events that, um, you were previously, you know, like, I just think it's so weird that like, we're not going to have her at the Oscars because it's just, I don't know. It's just too controversial or whatever it is. Like, right. It's just the hot hot girl. It's the hot girls. Cool kids club. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about this topic because uh, it, you know, it relates to cancel culture gone awry, uh, which is certainly a topic to, that this podcast likes. Um, <laughs> did you guys hear the story about West Elm Caleb? Does that I've heard the term a person West Elm or a Caleb. Place or- it, it, it refers to a person, yes. Yeah. So there, this is the story. So on TikTok, people, uh, several women had made TikToks about being ghosted by a man on their dates by a man named Caleb, who I guess was also like a hinge date, um, who I guess was like a furniture designer for West Elm. Okay. And so a few women had like cross-referenced like, oh, we went on dates with this guy and they got uh he got the name the moniker west elm caleb yeah so um and then so many women were mad at this man who by the way i i think his only crime was uh ghosting yeah that some people like these videos went like viral or semi-viral then actually started doxing him 
Okay. And like literally like trying to get him fired from his job. <laughs> I mean, that's not a fireable offense. That's like, crazy. It was like <laughs> whenever something like that happens, it's like this isn't like that's not it's like it's kind of like the Aziz Ansari date thing where like it's not equivalent to assault. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like a guy being a jerk. It, there's levels, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is on a level, a, a completely unactionable level of a guy didn't call you back. It's right. not equivalent to guy jerking off in front of you un, unwantedly or guy sexually assaulting people. It's the, it's, yeah. I, say, I say it all the time. It's the death of nuance. You can't, there's no more nuance anymore. There's no more like, Oh, he can still work at West Elm and he's also shitty to women. Like, it's like, no, but, uh, uh, but so he's not the privileged. The privilege you have to work at a furniture store that doesn't <laughs> belong to you anymore, bro. You have to go work at but big it, lots now because sexual <laughs> offenders are allowed to work at big lots, but not West Elm. West Elm's too nice. Like, what's that, the goal? That, like, it's just ruining people's the, lives for fun. That's the Southern version. It's not West Elm, Caleb. The Southern version is Big Lots Bubba. Um, but um, that's the thing. He did, if I'm not mistaken, his only crime was ghosting, which is right. so not even anything. It's right. he, I like we can all agree ghosting's like ah, oh, it's like a eh, it's a slightly shitty thing to do. But it's like, rude. It's a, it's rude right. at best. But you don't get in trouble. Because you didn't say thank you when someone held the door for you. Like, right. I, I think ghosting, I actually don't believe in ghosting. I've never ghosted someone. And believe me, I could have. And um, <laughs> <laughs> just anyone can. I'm kidding. But um, no, I, I uh, think it's very rude. But like, it's it's a thing we do. Like, you don't owe someone you went on one or two dates with this like explanation of where your life's at or <laughs> yeah. what you see as their deficiency. It's that, a form of like, I'm just not interested, which is okay. That uh, that's a really funny thing. You just mentioned about not holding the door of, or not saying thank you to somebody. That would be a funny, like TikTok video. Where it's like, we tracked this guy down. He went to three different stores that day and didn't <laughs> hold the door for anybody. Here's his address. <laughs> and he works at fucking. And then there's going to be a turn a term for it multiple multiple accusations of manners misconduct have surfaced <laughs> manners misconduct mikey or yeah 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 um in any case yeah that's uh you're allowed to be rude is that you're... like what has he responded to this at all uh i think that's the thing i don't think he has to because i think he's a guy trying to live his life he he's not even the story a... <laughs> dude one is one of these days what's gonna happen is like and and this is gonna this is gonna sound like like i'm a, like a what do you want to say like a slippery slope person mm-hmm. but we're truly gonna cancel the wrong person who like truly and just did not deserve it and they're gonna kill themselves or they're gonna do something really crazy and everybody's going to be like, oh, fuck, we kind of did that. It's kind of our faults because like we don't know anything about this guy. We just want to assume because he works at West Elm and his name is Caleb and he ghosted a girl that he's a he's like a sex criminal or something. But or what if he bag? what if he has issues? Like what if he like he has what if his parents 
fucked him up beyond so much that every he tries to get close to people, but then at the last second, he has so low self-esteem that he just doesn't show up. What if this kid's in his closet fucking cutting himself because he, you know, he can't bring him, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know anything. All we know is, like, literally the most superficial, like, information possible. And we're like, people are trying to ruin this guy's life. We're like, we're like digging up his address and for oh, like, for women that they <clears throat> like, it's like, how lo- much of a loser are you? You're like, you don't even know the woman who was ghosted, let alone who cares. But like, I this was another piece of the article that was uh, like surprise funny to me. He apparently after it happened, he then proceeded to text some of the women he ghosted a response. And the article was like, had screenshots of the texts. And one of the criticisms he got was that all of like, he just copy and pasted the text and the text was like, basically like, Hey, I'm going through a lot right now. He even said a nice self-reflective thing. He said like, I'm going through a lot right now, kind of in a dark place. Uh, maybe I'm seeking too much validation from strangers on the internet by going on dates with them. And the, the, the like writer of the piece was like, Oh wow. And a copy, just copy and pasting the same message to all the women. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. Cause there's like only one talking point. Yeah. Not, right. You don't get a customized, they didn't date for six months. They don't get a <laughs> yeah. customized Fucking! What do you want him to like? Send him, send each woman a crocheted "I'm not interested" pillow. What the fuck? And again, not to like be that guy, but you know they still don't have clean drinking water in Flint. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like the shit we get uh, outraged about is so silly. Not that I'm it's doing true. anything about it. Not that I'm like over here trying to get the water better in Flint or something. But I just find that like the amount of the amount of outrage that comes from the most b- dumb shit is so comical when there's yeah. so many legit problems. Like, could you imagine putting all the rage and out of the last five or six of these, like the guy who on jeopardy, who did this, we put up three fingers to say he won three games in a row and people are like, that's a white power symbol. Blah, 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 blah. Like imagine if all of the energy from the last five or six of these stories that are just nothing stories that are literally fabricated only because there's an industry that makes money from clicks. So like they'll just amplify everything. They'll like literally someone will read on Twitter that this person named Caleb stood up three women and he's like, well, I have to have something in by tomorrow at noon. So let's, this is it. This is what I'm going to write about. You know what I mean? Like because of that industry, we have this fucking thing. And then there's actually legit problems that could probably be fixed if enough people gave a shit. But no one gives a shit because they're too busy trying to cancel Caleb, who works at a furniture <laughs> store. Well, the thing he said before was like, you're going to cancel the wrong person. And then <clears throat> everybody's going to be like, oh, man, that he killed himself or they they went on a spree or whatever. Like, And that he, the thing he said <laughs> that I don't agree with is that everybody's going to be like, oh, man, we really messed up. It's like, no, it's going to take 20 years in a documentary. About that person, <laughs> and then people go, "Wow, we really should have, yeah. really should have been better." And yeah. that's what it, that's all I thought when I was watching the Britney Spears documentary, that one, but freeing Britney or framing Britney, or whatever it was, where she's like, it's basically like showing her interviews, and people are going, "She's like sixteen or seventeen or whatever." Her songs are like, "Hit me, baby, one more time." It's all it was all suggestive at the time. Right. Right. And then like interviewers are being like, so have you had your period? Like, do you like sex? Like these weird. And like, and 
in hindsight and now in 2022 Crazy. eyes are like dude what the f- you asked a child if like she's having sex and stuff dude i remember in sixth grade when everybody was debating on whether she should get a tit job or not <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that God. literally like there's, the news broke that britney spears was gonna get a boob job and everybody was like oh britney i don't know why would you need to do that you're such a wholesome girl and then other people were like well she's kind of hot you know big tits yeah. are awesome people were like weighing the option that a dinner table <laughs> like you know yeah. no dude it was it, welcome back to msnbc we're here joined by uh our our resident breast expert uh deepak chopra deepak <laughs> how would you do the surgery on britney we have a live mannequin here that <laughs> and the professor of feminist studies from brown university is here to talk about britney spears and, and then they hit a sound effect and nobody's going to take any responsibility for it. It's like the the Chappelle special where he like every article that came out about Chappelle talking about that completely disregarded the the part of his story where he said his friend killed it themselves because yeah. of uh, internet bullying. And no yeah. one, no, no piece no, that it, I read yeah. about that mentioned that whatsoever. Because right. Right. it doesn't confirm because – right. They make sides and their side is good and the other side is evil. That's the whole ticket. That's the whole story. So it doesn't anything that doesn't fall neatly into that categorization is uh, either hearsay or, or we just don't see it. Like it's omission by it's dishonesty by omission. And they say a lot of suicides, by the way, are like impulsive. Mm-hmm. It's like people have like Anthony Bourdain, apparently like <clears throat> people have. People who have depression will just randomly get suicidal thoughts every now and then. And most of the time they're in a situation where they're like, oh, like, come on, I'm not going to do that. But every so often, I guess, things get so bad for some people that like killing themselves, you would think that like, oh, they planned it for years. It's like people who kill themselves wake up that morning not ex- not knowing that they're going to kill themselves that day. Like that's how kind of yeah. crazy it is. So like with that woman, like we don't know if the tweets and stuff was what made her take her own life but i think as Chappelle said it didn't hurt it didn't it didn't help it didn't help the situation that she was getting destroyed on the on the internet so who knows why but like i don't know it's just uh you're right though no one took that lesson that was like a lesson that no one that no one was like yeah that's a good point maybe we should stop bullying people on the internet all the all the time but that was like the um the 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 interesting thing that someone probably like Glenn Green or some other someone like that, I guess like uh, there are technically laws in like twenty three or so states that you can basically be fired for being trans. Oh, and, really? Uh, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's it's so emblematic of people don't actually care when like marching against Chappelle. It's yeah. like, are you even actually trying to help, or are you just trying to like score some self feel good points and to get some internet currency? Because right. that's like, yeah, it's like not actually doing anything to get it pulled. Uh, and if if anything, you if if it had gotten pulled from Netflix, that that would have done way more harm to the trans community than it staying up. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Because it would have created a lot of people who are like, 
what the fuck? So these people are now sacred cows. Like they're that would then that even that increase creates more divisiveness and derision and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, one hundred percent. Point is, put J.K. Rowling in the Harry <laughs> Potter. They need J.K. needs to like do a J.K. <clears throat> reacts. The, she, uh, she needs to do like a, the Michael Jordan series, the 10 part series, but of her life and career, like just straight flex, like just do something nuts. This is what, but this is what the, the meme would be from the uh, JK Rowling doc, like the Michael Jordan JK Rowling doc is a trans person would say, and I'm a woman. And then the meme would be JK going, and I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good uh, place to leave it. Yeah, Yeah, I got to run. I got to get made a child. All right, father figures and father fathers. (laughs) Um, My special, guys, please come February 6th, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Get tickets on thenickwhitmer.com or my Instagram. It's going to be really dope. King Tifa is streaming everywhere. So is my album. Uh, I'll be at the Stress Factory Thursday, January 27th at 7.30 p.m. in Bridgeport. Stress Factory in Bridgeport. Yes. That's what's up, brothers. Go to that show. Check out Whitmer's show. Check out our albums and all of our streaming things. Like, share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. See you next week, guys. Later.